Welcome to the Daily Apologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dean Meadows. And on today's show, I want to explore a question that really isn't often addressed when most of us engage in conversations about Christianity. You know, sometimes when we're introducing people to the Christian worldview, we just jump right into philosophical arguments for God's existence. We run through the Kalam, the ontological, the fine-tuning arguments, and then and then we proceed to other areas of apologetics, like the historical reliability of the New Testament or the case for the resurrection. Now, while that isn't a wrong approach, there may be one step that we've missed. And the step that we've missed is explaining the implications of what it means if God does or does not exist. Now, a big challenge Christians face in you know the uh, is getting the average american to think about god you know with the rise of secularism in america religions like christianity are just viewed as social clubs things that people do as a matter of habit or cultural tradi- tradition and so therefore god really is taken for granted or or just plainly ignored so people rarely stop to think about what the implications would be if God did not exist. And so, as a result, an increasing number of people in our society view God as uh, irrelevant, and it doesn't matter whether He exists or not. So, this is the crucial point. Before we start jumping into arguments for why God exists, um, it's really important for us to outline good reasons as to why this conversation and why this question of God's existence matters in the first place. So by examining the implications for atheism, we can help the non-believers see that the question about God's existence is more than just adding another piece of knowledge to the everyday experiential tool belt, but rather it is an issue that is central to the meaning of life. So, to understand why it matters if God exists, I needed to find some terms first. So, by God, I mean an all-loving, all-powerful, all-knowing, perfectly good creator who offers humanity eternal life. So, what Christians should argue is that if this God does not exist, life then has no objective meaning, value, and purpose. Now, by meaning, I'm referring to significance. By value, I'm meaning things like right and wrong, good and evil. And by purpose, I mean something that has to do with a goal or reason for something. So if there is no God, then meaning, value, and purpose are merely illusions. You know, in other words, these are things that are just kind of in our heads. We may think about these things, but they don't really exist as an objective framework for life. So what does that mean? Well, that means that if atheism is true, then life is objectively meaningless, valueless, and purposeless, despite what someone might subjectively believe about life. Now, here's where I really need to make a clarification, because I know that uh, in the chat or in the comments, I'll probably get get hammered for my previous statement. Uh, I'm not saying that atheists experience a dull uh, unexciting life, or that they have no personal values, or that they live immoral lives, um, or they have no uh, purpose for living. My point is that given atheism, these beliefs are just subjective illusions, that life may appear to have meaning, value, and purpose, 
but at an objective level, on an objective level, they really don't. So some might ask, uh, how can you say that, Dean? How can you say that that this is the case? And the way that uh, you know uh, that I would approach this is, I, I would think, you know, right here, I just need to give the 30,000 foot taken and specifically address the notions of meaning, value, and purpose. So on the 30,000 foot level, if God doesn't exist, then all of us are doomed to death. Like all other biological beings, you know, we're going to die. Your life and my life are mere blips on the radar. We show up and then we're gone for forever. And so the universe faces the same fate. You know, scientists tell us that at some point, uh, due to the expansion of the galaxies, the universe is growing colder and colder as its energy is being used. And so at some point, all the stars are going to burn out. Uh, all matter will collapse into dead stars and black holes. Now, given this truth, how does the overarching view of life in which God does not exist impact the notions of meaning value, and purpose. That's what we want to examine. So first, let's look at meaning. If each person just ceases to exist when they die, then what objective meaning can be given uh, to life? Does it really matter whether we ever existed at all? You know, while life may be important to you and me on some subjective sense, you know, like relative to other uh, events, what is the ultimate significance of any of the events or actions that we participate in while living. Everything is already doomed to destruction. So in regard to objective significance, objective meaning, you know, their life, your life, uh, and my life make no difference. Humanity is no more significant than a herd of goats or a hive of bees. It all ends up in this it all ends up the same. Um, the same blind process which produced humanity ultimately kills humanity. So now, so no matter what contribution uh, you or I or anybody else makes to civilization, whether that's a scientist who discovers some breakthrough for humanity or a doctor that helps alleviate the pain of a patient or a diplomat that seeks peace between two rival nations, they all come out to nothing. And this is the inescapable truth because uh, modern humanity's ultimate end is nothing. And therefore, we are nothing. But wait, there's still more uh, to this issue. Uh, and that is, uh, there's still more to the story, I guess, is what I would say. You know, I would suggest that even if humanity could live for forever, it wouldn't provide an extra ounce of ob objectivity without God. Humanity needs more than just eternal life uh, for, the ex for our existence to be objectively meaningful. Humanity needs God, and here's why. If God is all-powerful, all-knowing, and is a perfectly good creator who has made us in his image, then there is this objective meaning, this objective significance to life because they're, uh, we are divinely set apart from every other species within God's creation. We are endowed with these similar but limited capacities due to the Imago Dei, due to the fact that we are made 
in God's image. Therefore, we have this objective significance. Now, let's move on to value. When we talk about value uh, and the value of life, you know, what I mean is good and evil, right and wrong, or good and bad and right and wrong. If there is no ultimate ultimate objective foundation for these, then it makes no difference whether you live as a Osama bin Laden uh, or a Gandhi. Without God, the destiny of both are the same. And here's the kicker. It's unrelated to behavior. So on this type of uh, framework, people literally can live however they want. As Fyodor Dostoevsky once said, uh, if there is no immortality, then all things are permitted. Now, some people might say, you know, it's in our best self-interest to adopt a morally positive lifestyle, one that says, well, you scratch my back and, and I'll scratch yours. But here's the thing. This isn't always true. We can all think or know of situations in which self-interests uh, run um, opposite to good morality. Furthermore, if you're in an overwhelming position of power, say a third world dictator or a first world power even, then you can just ignore the dictates of your moral sense experiences that suggest that there are these things uh, called objective moral values and duties. There, There is this thing called objective right, objective wrong, and you can just live a life of self-indulgence. Uh, why is this the case? Because without God, there is no objective standard for right and wrong, for moral, moral values. And moral values ultimately are either expressions of personal preference or they are the byproduct of biological evolution and social conditioning. As famous atheist Richard Dawkins states, there is at the bottom no design, no purpose, no evil, no good, nothing but pointless indifference. We are machines for propagating DNA. Now catch this. It is every living object's sole reason for being. So in a world without God, who gets to determine uh, whose values are right and wrong? Actually, who even gets to state that these things actually exist? They could simply be mere illusions that uh, are are there to merely help us uh, survive. So there is no objective right and wrong, only values that are relative to individual persons and cultures. But then again, the question becomes, well, who are they to bind their values on others without a, a moral object, uh, objective moral referent? So that means it's impossible to condemn things like war or or crime as evil. And then when you flip that coin... Uh, you can't praise generosity, self-sacrifice, and love as good. You know, on atheism, uh, to kill someone or to love someone are ultimately on equal footing. Now let's look at purpose. If death is the ultimate end of life and God does not exist, then what is the goal of life? Uh, is it all for nothing? If the destiny of us all you know, along with the universe, is a cold grave, then it seems that life is objectively pointless, even though you might have some subjective reasons for eating, drinking, and being merry because tomorrow you die. But there is no objective goal. There is no objective purpose for the universe. Now, 
if God does not exist, then our lives are no different than all the other animals. Life is purposeless because death is the ultimate finality. And so then the universe and everything in it, including humanity, comes to be merely by the blind products of chance and those same uh, systems of blind, unguided processes ultimately take us all out. Now, let's look at the other end of this. If God does exist, there is an objective purpose to life, and that's to experience the most gratifying love and joy in life uh, that life has to offer. And that's namely a relationship with God, one that will last the duration of this life and for all eternity. Now, um, I just want to pause right here. And I just hope that you begin to see the gravity of the choices that are before us. If God does not exist, there is no objective hope for humanity. But if he does exist, there is an objective hope for humanity. Now, most people you'll talk to haven't considered these preliminary options. But once they have, the investigation as to which option reflects reality best can take place. Now, I hope you see the value in having this conversation before you start laying out the evidence of God. It's often overlooked, but it is, it is of the utmost importance, right? So clearly, uh, it does matter whether or not God exists. And there is so much writing on this answer, namely questions about meaning, value, and the purpose of life. Uh, now that we've looked at the implications for God's existence and non-existence, we need to realize two things. First, truth is not based solely on implications, right? We simply want to lay out the options, but that's not the end-all be-all of the argument. While implications of theism may be more appealing than atheism, it very well may be the reality that may, may it may very well be that um reality corresponds to a world in which God does not exist and atheism is true. Second, in order to see which is true, uh, atheism or theism, we need to set our philosophical ships on the course to examine the arguments for theism and see if there are good reasons for believing that theism is true. And that's exactly what we'll do in the next podcast. So I want to thank you for joining me on the Daily Apologist podcast. Please go ahead and like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow the Daily Apologist on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you have any questions you'd like to ask, just go ahead and email me at thedailyapologist at gmail.com. Remember, equip yourselves for engaging culture. 